Welcome to Bluebeard's Podcast. I'm the official Bluebeard. Coming at you live from New Orleans, Louisiana. It's been a strange year. I haven't done a podcast for a while. And, um, of course, there's been some craziness going on with the COVID crap and stupid riots and terrorist movements, civil unrest, labeling it self social justice, which <laughs> that's another podcast anyway. It's been it's been a troubling week. So I'm relaxing here at the speakeasy, the bar on Zinni, and uh, having a cold brew, Remem- remembering a friend. recently passed away I have done a podcast and made a mention or two actually my neighbor is probably in here but my neighbor passed away he was a good man he was 73 as far as I know he was 73 he was a grandson of a Buffalo Soldier. If any of you are familiar with the Buffalo Soldier. Buffalo Soldiers were formed in 1866 in Leavenworth, Kansas during the Indian Wars. They were a black cavalry outfit for the U.S. Army. And the, uh, the native tribes named them Buffalo Soldiers. That's where they got the name. So my neighbor, Mr. K- Sergeant Kenneth Jackson, black man, blue eyes, one of the nicest people I've ever known in my life, Vietnam veteran, good Christian, didn't believe in his social unrest, unfortunately, passed away last Thursday. Here it is Sunday. His daughter passed away of cancer the day before. So I'm pretty sure that broke his heart. I didn't find out until a couple of days later from his wife. We were coming from uh, New Orleans East. It's going to stop and actually go into their neighborhood go visit, you know, haven't been able to get in touch for, you know, two weeks or so, and when she uh, finally answered the phone, you could tell it in her voice something was wrong, and she started crying, and she told us that Kenneth was no longer with us, so I'd like to give a shout out to my dear friend, Sergeant Kenneth Jackson, thank you for your service. Thank you for being my friend and my neighbor. Thank you for the wonderful conversations. And thank you for your service. You are not forgotten. God bless you. Salute.
No kidding. We'd have a couple of good tokes during the day. Talk about life. Things in the neighborhood. Things going on. Politics. Country music. Let me tell you something. 420. This man... I went to his house one day. Um, he was inside. I went to take him some mail that was uh, maybe, maybe it was mail in my mailbox for him or something. But I knocked on the door and said hey to him. You know, he's like, "Come on in, come on in." So I sat there with him for a little bit. He poured me a shot of Fireball. And he poured some Coke inside of Coca-Cola. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 Kenny, what are you, what are you, what are you, what are you doing?" Ah, just just put some of that in there. It's all right. So, I have that drink now, and I call it a hot Kenny, because it's hot Coke, basically, and Fireball. <laughs> it's crazy. But, uh, I sat there with him that day, and he turned the TV on, and um, actually, it was already on. He, he he didn't know how to uh, search for music videos and stuff on his on his TV, being as a smart TV. So I showed him. I showed him the YouTube app and all that stuff. He went. He wanted me to go and look for this band called Midland. All right, yeah, I looked it up and I was like, Well, Kenneth, are you are, are you sure this is right? This is a country band. It's like, Yeah, that's the one I want to see. All right, well, I put it on the country YouTube channel. Band Midland, and I set up his uh, playlist for him, you know. And I was sitting there this way, the one day, I was like, Kenneth, are you all right? He's looked at me, he's like, What do you mean? I was like, Well, you're you're listening to country music, and his, I heard his wife, Miss Brenda, giggle over there in the background at her computer desk. He's like, What the hell's wrong with that? It's nothing, nothing, you know, just. Uh, kind of strange for an older black man, just any black man to me and my eyes, to be listening to country music. And he's like, ah, I'm from Texas. So he turned me on to Midland. I'm a, I'm a metalhead, as you all know, so touring with the big bands, but country. I've been a fan of Midland ever since. I'd like to thank Kenny for that. So, that was, a, that was an interesting day. I actually learned something, you know. He was a good neighbor. He was a real good neighbor. We'd sit and take a couple of totes during the day, smoke a little good green. He called it gas. Ah, I don't, I'm gonna give me a $10 another bag of gas. Alright. Kinda of reminds me of Mudbone, if anybody knows who Mudbone is. Richard Pryor's Mudbone. But uh Mr. Kenneth would uh always tell us stories. And specifically enjoyed his Vietnam stories about Mama Sa and her nuke mile. That's what that's what the weed they were growing was called, Nuke Mile. 
and all the girls that she had working for her. I did an interview with him before he moved from next door from me. I asked him about his Vietnam days. I need to compile those uh, video files together and put it all in one. I have to do that here soon because his uh, funeral is going to be soon. We're going to have a walkthrough. Because of this COVID crap, the family's going to have a private funeral, and I understand it. We're, uh, we're going to show up, and we're probably going to be the only white people there. So, besides maybe a neighbor or two that I've told about, you know, this happened, they want, they want to go with us. So. But it's, uh, it's not about color. It wasn't about color with him. It's all about respect. Respect for your, your fellow man, your neighbor, your loved ones, no matter what color they are. I'm proud to say Mr. Jackson was my friend. Proud, very proud. He liked to come hang out on the tour bus too. bus to pull up in front of my house beginning a tour and park there for a day or two whatever we had and invite him on and we you know have a couple beers maybe smoke a bowl or so watch some TV listen to some music just just hang out he, he really enjoyed being on that kind of miss those days Unfortunately, I only have two or three pictures of us together. Even after he left, he moved, he would uh, still come by and visit. And bring me a good rolled up J and or we'd sit there in the, in the driveway, even during the COVID thing, you know, we'd, we'd still sit there and share a smoke. Have some camaraderie, I guess, or just some fellowship. Fellowship with, you know, neighbors or people that you love. Now, Kenny likes some fireball. Kenny liked his fireball. Kenny was a rolling rock drinker. We had the occasional beer every couple of minutes. <laughs> He would buy a 12-pack of beer, and he'd come knock on the door, and he'd bring me a beer. Yeah, go ahead and put this in the refrigerator. We'll, we'll, we'll drink one now. You have one for later. Okay, all right. I'll be right out, Ken. He'd step out the back door, and the door would slam, pow, outside door, you know. Ah! As he's stepping down the steps, because, you know, kind of old. I hear the garage open. Bing. He'd go and he'd pull his chair down and he'd sit down right there in the front. I'd walk around the fence, sit there and go talk to him. We'd just watch people go by during the day and just talk about this and that. It's hard to lose somebody that you love when your 
close to him like that, you know, just, we really appreciated them being our neighbors. They were really good people. I came home from tour with um, Sacred Reich and Guar. This was November of uh, 19. And uh, it was just, uh, I don't know, a week before Thanksgiving, I believe, I got home. So I said to Kenneth, I was like, what, what, what are you guys doing for uh, Thanksgiving? You know, he's like, ah, we're probably just going to cook a chicken or something, you know. Miss Brenda's not going to cook a big meal. You know? Wasn't expecting her to, but, you know. Black families love to cook and eat. I'm a witness, I'm telling you. But... I told him, I was like, you know, before I had this little bar here at my little in my place, I had a one of those Walmart tents, you know, and just had it up over in my, my garage driveway slab. And had a table out here. We play dominoes, drink beer, you know, out of the sun, because it's hot as fuck down here in Louisiana. And he, so I told Kenneth, I was like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna cook us some Thanksgiving, and I would be honored if you you and Miss Brenda would come sit with us outside under the t you know the tent. We'll have a nice little meal, you know. He's like, all right, yeah, yeah. So you know, I rotisserie a turkey or a chicken. I don't know. I think it was a small turkey. But made some dressing. Got my mother's recipe from her. We just had a good, a good meal, a good fellowship with each other. I'm just so thankful that that happened, that I had the opportunity to sit with my my neighbors and enjoy a meal and be civil and loving and just act like we humans should act towards each other. That would be forever a Thanksgiving in my mind. In my heart, you know. Got some jazz music on in the background. If anyone's uh, even interested. It's a night jazz playlist on YouTube uh, by Relax Music. So I'd like to give a shout out to Relax Music account on YouTube. Thank you for the great tunes. It's very ambient. Hope everyone's doing well in the world. It's listening. Many blessings to you. Be good to one another. Party on, dude. Be back after this.
welcome back. Segment two. Sergeant Kenneth Jackson, U.S. Army. Had his own group of boys under him. Well, I should rephrase that. He had his own group of men under him, stationed in Vietnam. Tri Quan, Quan Tri, something like that. It's above the name, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to go back and go through the interview, but can't imagine what a Vietnam veteran goes through every day. You know, when he moved, he had a, a bag of hats, ball caps, you know, with the Vietnam veteran insignia on it. U.S. Army, written on a bag, whatever. Just worn out, just you know, faded. You know, and and they're black, but they're faded. So they're faded from the sweat, faded from the heat, mostly sweat. You can see the sweat lines on them. I have about six or seven of these hats. And obviously, he has collected over a couple of years, probably more than a couple of years. Every time I get a new one, he just throw the other one in the bag, I'm assuming. So he gave me those hats. And a pair of shoes. A pair of old man's shoes. You know, those black Dr. Scholl's shoes with the Velcro strap across the front, like something from the 80s that now they give people in nursing homes. You know? I almost wore them to work one day because they looked really fucking comfortable. But they're ugly as fuck. And now it would just be wrong to wear a dead man's shoes. Kenneth would say, fuck that. Wear them shoes. They make you feel good. <laughs> I could see it smile. <laughs> wow. But, um, back to the hats. Here in my bar, I have some, uh, two speakers hanging behind the bar there that I actually put those hats on. I have one that says U.S. Army on the left over above the fridge and the beer tap. One over the right next to the TV that's, that says Vietnam Veteran. I think I'm going to uh, dedicate one of these spots at the bar just for Kenneth. It's going to be on the side where he would have walked up from his yard. Right here in the corner, in between the fences. You know, sort of like Lemmy. 
Lemmy has his own seat at the Rainbow in Hollywood, so. Kenneth has now achieved Lemmy status. Here's to you, Ken. Here's to Q. Lemmy. And I might have just said Q. It sounded like you, but who gives a fuck? Cheers. Salud. Nas Dadavi. Kenneth had a son-in-law. None of them remembered this. This is kind of misfortune for his family all together. About a year ago, Kenneth's son, no, Kenneth's daughter's husband, baby's daddy, whatever you want to call it. He had one of those crotch rockets. He was killed here on I-10 in New Orleans. I think he hit a bridge. And uh, Jay-Z liked to go fishing. That was his name, Jay-Z. So when he passed, Mr. Kenneth got uh, Jay-Z's fishing gear, which consists of a couple of nice, nice casting rods, and nice little blue tackle box of some, you know, very useful stuff, and a cane pole. And when Kenneth moved, I asked him what he was going to do with those rods. He's like, I don't know. I just, why don't you take them? I was like, you know, I, I can't take your fishing rods, you know. He's like, well, I ain't going to use them right now. I was like, well, i tell you what. I'll take them and store them as long as you go fishing with me. You promise to go fishing with me. So he did. But we never actually took the opportunity of going fishing together. I'm not a resident of this state, officially. And I don't have a fishing license here. But there's plenty of places we can go in Louisiana that they're gonna, not going to fuck with you. But I really wished that I would have took Kenneth fishing somewhere. I have a friend that owns a condo on the Pageant Train Marina by the Yacht Club. And I just recently got acquainted with him and it's been enough to go fishing anytime I want now. But since Kenneth moved, really haven't seen him but once or three times maybe. But that was before I started working there, so I had a place we could go fishing and unfortunately time did not allow that. just to sit there with my friend and have a good cold beer. Enjoy a nice casting line out, just hanging out. I'm sure there's a lot of people who wished you could just go back and redo things. kind of crazy not to want to do that, but, you know, 
That's Chuckles. What's up, Chuckles? Yeah. Yeah, we're doing a podcast, Chuckles. You want to be a part of it? Chuckles is a rescue from a neighbor who took in somebody's cat. So, I have this fishing set. A couple of nice rods. Yes, that's right, I'm talking about cat. So I have this uh, fishing set. And um, some nice lures. I really need to restring them with some better test line. Because my friend's marina there has a huge bull red probably a seven-foot alligator gar. Not that I would eat the gar, but... Just like the opportunity to go fishing with my friend one time. But now that's uh, impossible. could always go fishing and talk to him while you're there you know like you some people go to the graveyard when someone passes and they talk to him you know everyone copes with it a different way so to all you out there who have lost close friends people that you cared about that you've only known a short time I believe there's a reason that those people come in your life, you know. They enter your life for a specific purpose. Because when I moved to where I'm at now, Kenneth didn't have to talk to me. He didn't have to say anything to me. So I've got a new white girl neighbor across the street from me. That she hasn't said a word since she's moved in. The girl that lived there before was extremely nice, always friendly. We have a tight neighborhood. We look out after each other. Some people just don't want to talk. Relaxed music from YouTube on the background. Same as the first segment. Go ahead and check them out and subscribe. This is uh, Night Jazz. Night Jazz Playlist. Relax music. Been in New Orleans now. I've always loved jazz, but... Can't come to New Orleans without listening to jazz. soothing. It's very soothing. Give a shout out to all the people on the front line putting their lives out there for this bullshit. Whatever it may be. Whatever you want to consider it. I'd like to give a special shout out to all touring 
bands and hands. The hands is what makes the bands go around. It's a rough time right now. A lot of us are <laughs> technically unemployed with no assistance. So everyone, please be sure and support your band of your choice that you really love that tours and you know the big mainstream bands there's nothing wrong with supporting your local band at all not saying that there's a lot of us out here who are struggling so be sure and support your local band your your big band your touring acts because all that trickles down Being a uh, member of the Crowbar Crew, I'm sure all you metalheads know who Down is. Down did a live stream video here from New Orleans last uh, Saturday night. And um, everyone really appreciates the people tuning in, paying your $9 pay per view ticket to see something that uh, <laughs> would have been virtually impossible without the uh, pandemic going on because nobody really had time to get back together and do these things but uh, Phil and Kirk and Pepper and you know Jimmy it's it's great to, to have the, the guys back there and, and you had a Native American drum intro so hats off to everyone who made that possible thanks for everyone that tuned in if you're listening and um, I think we're going to take it easy for the rest of the night. Sit back and sip a few of these uh, cold brewskis. And remember some good friends. Good neighbor. Good times. Something to uh, ease the mind to get away from the crap that's going on. Tomorrow, by the way, tomorrow would have been my father's birthday. been uh, 76, 77, 77, yeah, my father passed in 88, so it's been, it's been a long time, but the, uh, even more of a special day tomorrow. It's because my father's birthday is also my sister's birthday. So, a very happy birthday to my sister in Canada. Sis, I love you. And, uh... 
just going to have to sit back and remember my father. That's all you got. So signing off from New Orleans, Louisiana. This is the Bluebeard Podcast. Be good to each other. Love one another. God bless America. And God bless Donald Trump. Thank you.